five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth Beer and Pod Sequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. Then we get together and we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcasts. I think that kind of reset. Yeah, we're, we, we reset the, the <laughs> dial. You know, it, in workplaces where it's like where you, you have to update the dry erase board where it says uh, so many days, at, you know, since a uh, workplace injury mm-hmm. or since a, uh, a dinosaur attack or yeah, what have you. Those yeah. things. So yeah. we have erased uh, the dry erase board and started over. Um, yeah. And uh, we get together at our uh, at a gracious podcast host today. We are back. back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you for being a gracious podcast host. Now, I am Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally. And that other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia. I am a drinker of all the craft beer in Cincinnati. I also compile lists of brewery events that are happening in and around the greater Cincinnati area. I do editing for the podcast. I am the queen of screens. I write funny things for beer event. And I buy pretty much all of the local breweries and bottle shops Pride merch when uh, when it is the season. That's all I got. That's quite a list. It's <laughs> quite a list, and and that's that's only a fraction of the things that uh, you contribute to uh, this craft beer community. So thank you for that. Any craft beer podcast would not be a good one. And by the way, not only are we a good one, We're we a are great one. the best. Cincinnati, we are the best podcast, period, that talks about Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts. It's true. We're the best. It's true. We are number one. Mm-hmm. And thank you to all the listeners who have been with us a long time and those who are coming along for the first journey for helping us to be number one in this category. That's true. Uh, we are uh, quickly approaching our 100th episode. Wow. wow. Oh, you, you want to do it? <laughs> wow. 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 It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to do for episode 100 yet. We, we have some plans. We, we have, have some, some thoughts. We have a room rented. We have a venue. We have a venue, yes. So uh, sorry, HG, for uh, you know not lining your, your coffers uh, <laughs> when we do our 100th episode. But don't worry. We will be back after that. Uh, we do have a little bit of a disclaimer. All of the things that we say on this podcast are Marco and Julia's thoughts and thoughts alone. They do not represent any thoughts, opinions, or stances from any entity entity that we may represent, such as our places of business, higher gravity, what have you. It is 100% us. If you have an issue with something that we say, please let us know. I will give you all of our contact information at the end of the episode. What Marco was starting to get at, though, earlier with, you know, we wouldn't be a good craft beer podcast. Correct. If we weren't drinking craft beer. Craft beer, yeah. And we make sure that we are absolutely drinking craft beer, uh, and we're not faking it. Marco, what's in your glass? I have uh, an amber okay. from Fretboard called Trey. Excellent. That is a damn good one. And we need to get back up there and we need to talk to Jim and we need to just yeah, have a ridiculous. I bet Jim would have some amazing thoughts on cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Jim, um, yeah, we, we need to we need to get together, if nothing else, just to sit around, have some drinks and just have an absolutely ridiculous amount of fun. Uh, 
I am drinking the third or fourth iteration of third, a recipe. Third, okay, of a beer, a seasonal beer from our good friend at the Saunders. It is the root beer float. Yeah, and in collaboration with the, with root, the, beer the root beer stand. Absolutely, in, uh, and it's, there is probably nothing better than the way this beer smells when you pour it into the glass. And I love Saunders, but I think this is probably their best version of their root beer float beer yet. I mean, it just keeps getting better. They keep dialing it in. And I'm I'm enjoying having this in my glass tonight. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, all right. Any other housekeeping notes that we need to cover before we talk about some podcasts? Because we have a decent list today. No. Uh, just no? Yeah, uh, just no. No. Just no? No, right. I'm, no more housekeeping. All right, well, let's see what we have to cover. Make sure that we both uh, listen to the same things because the past, like, two, three weeks, we've been a little off. off we haven't matched exactly with what we've listened to, so let's see. If it's we're been on, weird. It has been weird. It's taken 90 episodes or so for us to not <laughs> For us to be to like, wait be, a minute. Yeah. For us to, like, miss stuff. So let's make sure we're on the same page for tonight. Okay. Uh, we have the Craft Parenting Podcast where they talk non-alcoholic beers. Yep. All right, excellent. Uh, the I'm, I'm doing it early. The Cincinnati Bluecast. There we go. Cheers. We cheers when we do that. And by the way, for all you podcasts that are out there that drink beer, uh, just know that uh, when one person's drinking, the other person's not. That's the way to do that. Yes. And they, no they're dead talking, air. So there's no dead air. Man, we're uh, so not professional. That, not that we know what we're doing or <laughs> no, anything. No, no, no. We, we are certainly not professional. But uh, one thing we learned very early on, episode one or two, is uh, when you're both drinking and it's quiet, it's just awkward and if you try for the to, listener. And if you cut out that dead air where we're both drinking at the same time, people are like, well, you didn't actually drink because you cheers. And then there was, you just immediately yeah. went into the next we don't thing, need any. So. We don't need any false allegations no. of, of us cheating. Uh, anyway, this episode of Cincy Brewcast, uh, the gnome was talking to the fine folks at New Ales Brewing up in Middletown. They seem like fine folks. They seem fantastic. I, I yeah. have yet to get up there, and I'm hoping that this summer I is the summer either. that it happens. I hope. I I plan on changing that for myself as well. Excellent. Uh, sticking on the gnome train, we're going to talk about the Weekly Pint because it is a podcast now. It is now a show, and this was just a whole bunch of things are always a work in progress. It's kind of a, a little hodgepodge of uh-huh. different topics on that one. Uh, we're going to be talking about a podcast that's been out for a bit, but it, it, it does not hit both of our podcatchers. So it is not very easy for us to and and I feel bad saying this but it's the truth it's not easy for us to remember to check this out but this is a somewhat non-local podcast based closer to the Dayton-ish area Uh, but they did talk about a local Cincinnati brewery Blake the Brewery Explorer uh, his episode where he talked to Kelly and Tom from Third Eye Brewing. Yep. Okay awesome. That's Uh, episode two and I don't believe we recapped episode one which was um, Matry Matry, room, right. but we didn't mention it. Right. Wait, we mentioned it was out there, um, but again, just timing. <coughs> if we tried to go back and cover all the episodes from the past before we knew about them, yeah. we would have a five-hour show, and we're close enough to that already. Right. We don't we need to add to it. take long enough. Uh, last two that I had on the list here, uh, the Go Beer Cats podcast, where he and Kat talked about some core Cincinnati IPAs. Yep. All right, and then one that I don't know how I missed the first episode of this, but this is a YouTube video, but it is tied very closely to a podcast that Marco and I absolutely love, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour. They have a uh, 
maybe it's a bi-weekly series called Barstool Perspective yep. that we're going to give you guys a rundown on. So it sounds like we have... Yeah. So if you didn't know about that... You know about it now. You're welcome. Yes, it is amazing. I can't wait to start talking about that one. Uh, Marco, what do you say we start with Blake the Brewery Explorer since that's one that we have never talked about before? Kick off the show with that. Let's go. All right. Uh, Third Eye Brewing Company with Kelly Montgomery and Tom Argo. Uh, as in most brewery podcasts, they talked about what they drank. Uh, talked about how Kelly and Tom got into craft beer. Uh, Kelly was a home brewer, and he just could not get a job in the industry. So he said, fuck it, I'm starting my own brewery. Which, I mean, if that's not how you're doing it, are you really doing it right? Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty... Uh, yes, there's some other steps in there, like becoming an award-winning home brewer. But yes, that's basically... Details, details. I know, right? Right, like, ah, right, whatever, right. Ah. Uh, I did think it was interesting. He said that the hardest part of going from home brewing to, uh, to being a commercial brewery is making sure that you are brewing something for everyone. It's not just for you and your friends anymore. You now have to take, you know, a much bigger look at the landscape of who you're brewing for. It sounds like it should be common sense, but if you're used to just brewing what you like and you suddenly have to shift some of that focus, I, I can see that being a slight challenge here and there. Well, for sure. And I, I, I could imagine, too, that um, that could be a challenge, not just from just remembering to make some of these other styles, but mm -hmm. also dialing in some of the styles that you don't particularly not that you won't drink, but that aren't high on your list. Right, right. Makes uh, sense. Tom got started uh, at a homebrew shop. Fruit and salad, then, yeah. Uh, well, not a homebrew shop. He got started at a bottle shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Root cellar. Yeah. And then, and then the thinking back on it and knowing Tom from a few interactions, that's not a look at me, Louie. You met yeah, him as sure, well. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't meet him until he was already at Third Eye, but, you know, yeah. neither here nor there, yeah. I feel like I actually had interacted with him at the Root Cellar okay. way back when. Doesn't gotcha. need to remember me or any of those interactions, but uh, did that and then wanted to get into brewing mm -hmm. and got into brewing and uh, I believe Cincinnati State as well. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, well, he went to, and I don't know the timing between the, 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 the different places, um, but he also went to Cincinnati Brewing Company, you know, ripped to. That's what well, it was, Cincinnati Brewing okay. Company. So for the, their cerveceria now, whatever in the world, this was prior to Tom showing up there. This was. But that was way. This was after Rivertown. After Rivertown. But before, before they closed. Correct. So somewhere and in then, there. And then his plan was to go to Third Eye. Right. And then Third Eye opens and he's there. Yeah. And as you said, he went to Cincy State, uh, the Cincinnati State. Um, is that true? Did I just remember that? Or is it like. Yeah. That's correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because who in the world in the Cincinnati brewing sphere has not been to Cincinnati State for something brewing related? I mean, holy crap. The only it's thing I everyone... did there was judge a beer contest. Oh, oh. So you're the outlier here. Yeah, the only. Yeah. Um, congratulations on being different, and I say Thank that you. in the best way possible. No, I love no, judging. No, I, I mean the the people that I have met that have been through the Cincinnati State you know brewing program is amazing. So it just shows the caliber of people that they put out there. Uh, let's see what else do we have? Um, they talked about a lot of the same things about some of the history of Third Eye and starting up that you've heard on other podcasts. But if you're new to Blake's podcast or maybe new to the brewery scene up in kind of Blake's neck of the woods, it might be new to you. So it was definitely an interesting listen for that. Uh, Kelly did start at Brink, if you yeah. weren't aware, and he felt that he went kind of as far as he could go at Brink, which is when he made the, the jump to to starting Third Eye, 
Uh, they did have a bit of talk about starting up or opening up during COVID, which kind of forced them to start canning and packaging their beer a lot sooner than they intended. It was always part of the business plan, but when they opened up and then COVID said, yeah, you can't have people sitting in your tap room, they went, here we go. Yeah, We're getting started with this now. What's yeah. kind of cool in that conversation was if you had talked to them back in 2020, they probably could have spoke a little more frantically about it, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But um, because we have the luxury of time, uh, it was just, hey, we had to do what we had to do. So here we are. And we did it. So. Right, right. Uh, they had some really interesting thoughts on how Rheingeist-sized breweries probably won't happen again in Cincinnati, which, interesting take, and I don't disagree. Man, what a hot take. Right, right. Oh, I my God. I don't necessarily disagree, but at the same time, I also think that there's still space for that here. So definitely worth a listen to for that conversation piece in and of itself. Uh, let's see. They had... Um, They've done five collaboration beers so far. I'm not going to tell you what they are. Listen to the episode if you're interested. This interview actually stemmed from a collaboration that they're going to be doing with the 513 uh, Cincy Beer Group on the Facebook. So listen to that. Um, Apparently, the Delgado's Pineapple Upside Down Cannoli Cake beer that they did, uh, was that last year, two years ago? No, it was while we were recording, so a little over a year, sometime within the last two years. Time means nothing anymore. I feel it was very early in our podcast. There was uh, there was a revelation about that beer. Apparently, there was not a single bit of cake in that beer because they ate it all. <coughs> Which, I mean, not going to lie, that's the exact kind of thing that I would do. So, But wouldn't have known it until they exposed themselves for the lie that was that beer. Woo. The cake is a lie if, if, for all of you uh, geeks out there. Uh, and um, they talked a, a tiny bit about their Hamilton location, which is going to be opening up at some point in the near future. Well, near-ish future. They didn't really give any dates. The only goal for the Hamilton location is to brew more beer. Absolutely nothing else. That's really, I, I think, the, the gist of what they were trying to accomplish with the expansion. They, they maxed out the space that they have, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of crazy because... Kelly was looking for something more, something different, because he felt like he had maxed out his opportunity at, at Brink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's almost maxing out. I don't say maxing out his opportunity at Third Eye, but... They're maxing out the space. The space, right, right. And so they're getting another space. And they even talked about maybe something out east. Uh, but, I mean, other than that, they went through and chronicled um, the beers that they drank, which were... Uh, Obviously, all third eye beers, mm-hmm. um, different third eye beers. So, mm-hmm. you're interested in that story. If you if you don't know the story of Kelly, if you don't know the story of Third Eye, and Tom, uh, I don't want to you know, leave Tom out of it because he's a huge part of that. Yeah, of course. Uh, if you don't know the story, go and listen. Absolutely. And there are other resources you can find to to sort of catch up along that that route as well. But mm-hmm. this is um, a podcast. That has, you know, Kelly and Tom, the Brewers, on it. So, right, right. Um, go and listen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does not show up on all podcatchers. I think Blake made a post somewhere that he's working on it. Uh, but if you don't see it on your current podcatcher of choice, I Spotify. It's for sure on Spotify. Um, and I think, did you find it on Stitcher? No. No, it's on. Okay, so we at least know it's on Spotify for sure. So 
take a look. You can find it. I mean, Google it. That's the best way to find any podcast. You can click on it. Typically, you can listen in a browser. Uh, Marco, your glass is empty, so let's take a real quick break, and then what do you say we dive into the Go Beer Cats podcast when we get back? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back, guys. All right. We have made it back. back. All right. We have new beers in our glasses, which is going to correlate pretty well with the next podcast that we're going to talk about, which is the Go Beer Cats podcast. Uh, This is Season 3, Episode 74, Cincy Core IPAs with Cat Finn. Uh, The Go Beer Cats podcast is typically sports-based. If you couldn't guess the local college sports team that... uh, this podcast tends to focus around you're not listening hard enough, but on occasion he does do some beer-related episodes, so we are going to cover those as we see them. Uh, this is his second episode that he did with Cat. Uh, the first one was when they raided a whole bunch of Astros. This one may be a multi-part uh, podcast series about the core Cincinnati IPAs. Uh, they discussed them, they ranked them, because most of the episode was drinking the IPA, talking about the IPA, and if they liked it, didn't like it. This isn't going to be a super long recap because it's no fun to hear, then they drank this, and they liked it, they didn't like it, whatever. But it is a really good conversation, and we wanted you guys to know about it, to listen to it. Uh, so, Marco, in the spirit of core Cincinnati IPAs, mm-hmm. what are you drinking? I'm having Ryan Guy's Truth. Hell yeah. And your tried and, your yeah. tried and true. Tried and true, yeah. <laughs> Every, nice. I have a truth every Monday. You do. You do. Without fail. It's been years that you've been doing that. It has been That's years. That's so awesome. It has been years. That's awesome. I am drinking Westside's IPA. They're actually their new flagship IPA that was voted on by the patrons of Westside. Mm-hmm. And no podcast, no Cincinnati beer podcast is a good Cincinnati beer podcast if you don't mention Westside Brewing at least once during your episode. I seem to notice this. <laughs> it's, it's, they're awesome. They're awesome. And in case you didn't know from my almost obsessive post, Tippa is now back on draft. Yeah, it is. Uh, was released this past Saturday. I haven't seen it in cans yet, but get to the tap room, get some Tippa. It is the best triple IPA in the entire world. Fight me if you don't agree. Uh, so let's see. Let me cover the IPAs that they drank. Again, we're not going to talk about which one they both felt was top, uh, but they had Esoteric's Lotus, Fretboard's Improv, 50 West Coast to Coast, Mantry Psychopathy, Rheingeist Truth, and Westside Bestside's Dippa, mm-hmm. because Tippa's really, it's it's excellent, but it's not year-round, so it really doesn't fall into the core. Can't, can't be IP. a core beer. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, um, I looked for Lotus here. I didn't find it. Yeah. Did you look uh, for Lotus? I did. I didn't see it either, but that doesn't mean that they don't get it now and then uh, here at Higher do. Gravity, but they yeah, do. they just don't have, I mean, it's it's popular, so it just sold out before they knew we were going to be up here. Um, let's see, uh, the the beer cat, I don't, he said his name, cat said his name, but I've heard from other people that, oh, that's his name, did he actually expose that? So I will not be revealing it in case it is something that... Uh, Speaking of exposing, uh, the, the clouds sun, went away yeah, and all of a sudden the yeah. sun... Right to my eyeballs. Beating down I'm, on us. I, good thing I don't need to see to be able to talk because that would be bad. Uh, it was confirmed because we talked about this during the Astra episode. He does work at Del High Liquor. He does. And uh, he actually, mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned that in this episode. 
And I got the chance to meet him when I recorded with Caroline for the Craft Parenting Podcast on an upcoming episode. Oh, okay. Super cool dude. I uh, told him to come up, you know, if he's ever in the Blue Ash area on a Tuesday, to stop by and say hi and maybe uh, pick up a mic with us. So we will see yeah. if that happens. Uh, they talked about uh, the beer cat, the beer cat and cat. There we go. Uh, ta- drank each of the beers that I just mentioned, talked about their thoughts, some notes on each of the breweries. And again, it's not fun to just hear someone say, this is what they drank, this is what they thought about it. So we're not going to do no, that. No, but I, I, just to dig a little bit more into it, they have known each other for quite a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cat got the beer cat into beer. Yes. Uh, so this conversation, it flows very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. They have a really good chemistry on the mic. It's a great uh, listen. Behind the mics. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's good to listen to. There was something that I think... Uh, the the gnome mentioned about and and I forget exactly where this all tied in, but the thought from the gnome when we talked about their Astra episode was, could you recognize the flavors themselves of Astra if you did them if you drank them blind like oh this is bomb pop this is you know red cream soda, I think it would be neat to try to do that same thing with the Cincinnati Core IPAs that they drank. Mm-hmm. Even if not the specific beer, like, oh, this is West Sides, oh, this is Esoterics, that might be a lot of fun, but I also think that would be really challenging with some of them. Some Cincinnati IPAs definitely stand apart on their own. They're very distinct in either uh, smell, taste, what have you, but others, man, they're all so good. It might be a little easy to blend them together. Uh, let's see what else on this episode. This isn't going to be a long recap, just because again, a big part of it was just the their their tasting comments. We could do that as a as a, a Patreon, maybe. That might be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon is now the go-to guy if you need cups for your events. He has a plethora of cups. Yeah. All the cups. So after we said we weren't so going to say cups. his name. Oh, shit. We went ahead and did. You know, because I don't know, you know. I'm not a professional here. No, none of us are. No, it's fine. I can bleep it out. No. In post. No? Absolutely no. Okay. All right. All right. Actually, I did it. I shouldn't have mentioned it. You should not have. And then everyone would have go. said, hey. Like, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we, 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 we respect each other like that. Um, two of the other points that I wanted to mention on this episode is they did not actually rank them in lists from top to bottom, but they did give what they felt that each of them felt their top IPA was, right. which led into, well, what about all of these other breweries and their IPAs? So this could, we could end up having core IPAs part two, part three, part four, because there are a lot of damn good ones in the Cincinnati area. That and, would be fun. And the last thing that I wanted to mention about this episode is there was talk about if you were to give five packaged beers to someone who is not from Cincinnati and wants to try Cincinnati beers. Good conversation. What beers do you give them? Yeah. And they kind of eliminated, you know, this is someone that likes all styles or, you know, the the, the hypothetical was if this what is someone... What about the Look at Me Louie from uh, old Brandon there mm. about... Oh, uh, now you said his name. Yeah. Hey. About getting on a, another podcast out west. Yeah. You That's know. freaking awesome. That is awesome. Good for him. So, uh, Beer Cat Brandon, I'm just going to go ahead and smash it all together there. Let us know what that podcast is, because I'd love to listen to it when uh, when it comes out. Yep. If I can find it. Yeah, if we, we have trouble it. with our podcatchers sometimes. Um, but this is a, another really fun beer-centric episode of the Go Beer Cats podcast. Again, it's not something where every other... Like Craft Parenting Pod. Holy crap, I don't think they do parenting anymore. I think they just drink. So... 
sounds good. Sounds perfect. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we will definitely keep an eye on this podcast, and whenever there are, you know, Cincinnati beer related episodes. We will let you guys know about it. But again, like you said, Marco, super great conversation. The chemistry that the two of them have within the conversations is amazing to listen to. And it was really cool to hear what they thought about these initial six IPAs from Cincinnati. It, it was also cool because I think he was drinking before he started his shift. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, uh, the, the, way he, the way he was talking on it and then like some of the side conversations, like, mm-hmm. no, we're not open yet. He's like, okay, you're just, just going <laughs> to yeah. drink before your shift. That's cool. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that happens. Does a shift beer have to be after your shift? No, well, Can it be like at any point? No. Within you the can, scope yeah, of your just, shift? Speaking, just do it. Speaking of, I'm wearing a Shift Beers t-shirt. You um, are. I don't know what happened to those guys. I miss them. Uh, I know. Sort of, They're just I busy. I had a it's conversation with one of them today, and they they discussed they've mentioned, some of They've that. mentioned that with you know the change in business and, and all that kind of stuff and just how busy everything is. It's not news that you know they'll put out episodes as they can, but uh, I just wanted to... Yeah. To just kind of the effort, throw a little good-natured, you know, oh, shade yeah. their way the, the, because they know that I love them. The effort very is much. the Speaking effort of, is happy there. birthday, Button Brian! Happy birthday! I know you're going to hear this at, well after your birthday. If he even li- does, he even listen? I guess we'll find out. No, no, probably not. Because <laughs> no. buttons can't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Anyway, anything else on this episode of the Go Beer Cats podcast? Or IPAs, or just any other random thoughts in general. As we, as I'm trying not to let us get too sidetracked with talking about shift beers and other beers, because no, as you said, no, drinking before your shift yeah. is entirely appropriate in certain situations. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely true. Uh, no, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, pretty much, we are uh, working to hit the highlights. And yep. I think we did it. And I, yeah, I and yeah. hopefully you're interested. So that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say we move on to? Um, just because I mentioned them a little earlier. I, the sun is so directly in my eyeballs, but I'm too lazy to move. Uh, the Craft Parenting Podcast. Yeah. Episode 101, Exploring the Untitled Art Non-Alcoholic Mixed Pack. Yeah. If only someone else had done that before. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I... <laughs> It's almost as if in our bonus episode, episode 27.5, we drank a bunch of non-alcoholic <laughs> beers and went over them. And now, 70, almost 70 episodes later, yeah. all the other podcasters are starting to do the same yeah. thing. I mean, we, hmm, beat out, we beat out Shift Beers, we beat out Cincy Brewcast, and we beat out the Craft Parenting Podcast. We are trendsetters. Yeah. Or we just, you know... Nobody was listening. No, no one was listening. Back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, I would like to say that Joe's opinion on non-alcoholic beers may be changing, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, when he recorded with us, he had a non-alcoholic beer, and he, he didn't did. seem too upset about it. So maybe Joe's going down the non-alcoholic path. Which do what you want. Do what you do. You know. That's, I think it's awesome. I think fine. it's fantastic. Uh, let's see. They drank the the Untitled Art Mix Pack, which was American Gold, which is a golden lager, Juicy IPA, Citra Haze, which they couldn't figure out if they were both pretty much the same thing or not. Sounds like they are. And the Italian-style Pilsner. Yeah. 
uh, as is typical craft parenting podcast fashion, Caroline, I'm sorry, Caroline, went over the history of non-alcoholic beers. It dates back to the medieval ages and uh, near beers and tonics, as they were sometimes called, uh, were part of the way that people in the United States tried to get around prohibition when that was a thing. I thought you were going to take me all the way back to the... Uh like the caveman ages where somebody would heat up a hot rock and just drop it in some <laughs> water and they're like, there you go. Hey, hey, drink that. There you go. I mean, I'm sure they did. And it, no, I'm not going to go down that. that okay. Path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Joe does not understand why a place would exist that only sells non-alcoholic beverages, such as a non-alcoholic bar, bottle shop, taproom, that type of thing. Uh, or a fast food place. Or why fast do you food do that? Pl- right. I mean, everywhere should have hard liquor, nothing but hard liquor, 90 proof and up, and or just, beer, you know, whatever. Or beer. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I, it, it was interesting. I don't want to go too far down again that rabbit hole, because that's a whole conversation in and of itself. I think that places like that popping up is is incredible. I'm glad that people that don't want to drink alcohol but still want to be part of that drinking scene have a place to where they can be part of that. And 90% of the places out there have mocktails, non-alcoholic, whatever that they could could provide someone. But a place that's dedicated to just that, I think is a pretty cool idea, and I'm glad that they're successful. Yeah, it is, and this is a little bit of repetition in the fact that we covered a non-alcoholic podcast last Mm -hmm. week, and now another non-alcoholic podcast this week. Right, right. None of our opinions really have changed in in a week, uh, and some of the beers overlap. (laughs) So uh, that's another part of the reason why we're not going to take. Uh, an hour to cover this right. hour-long podcast. Right. I only had uh, three other notes that I think I can run over uh, fairly quickly. They had a little bit of talk about, like, hop water, which I have not had, but I have had some hop tea. I haven't had any hop water either. The the citra, or, like, the citra hop varieties of the hop teas were pretty decent, but I don't know, with either without the alcohol or without a little extra um, something in them, I mean, they just... Not something that I would want to drink all the time, but not a bad alternative. So they're not the cheapest, but they have some really cool options out there. If you look up hop water, hop tea. That is interesting how, yeah. you know, the the cost and what you think you're getting mm-hmm. is a little bit strange. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, there. So, Marco, I'm going to do a what's up with that. What's up with that? With the what's I- up with that? With the idea that they threw out... And this may or may not be their idea. You have to listen to find out about marrying someone over 21 and keeping a copy of the marriage certificate on you so that if you are under 21, you can legally drink with your spouse who is over 21. Heady play. Only works for like a year or two, but heady play. Right, yeah. But you know what? If if, where there's a will, there's a way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did think that it was interesting about, you know, (laughs) uh, the under (laughs) 20... (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that whole conversation was funny. It really was. It was very interesting. Joe was getting pretty daggone fired up. Uh, and they, not drunk because they're no, drinking No, no, because they were not alcoholic. But man, he had opinions, <laughs> and I was thoroughly enjoying him <laughs> voicing what? those opinions. <laughs> when he gets fired up, it is so, it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Listen to this she, episode. It kind Caroline. of. She goes, You could do this. And Joe's like, No. Nah, I don't think that's going to work. 
That's not going to work. No, why would that work? You can't do that. I don't understand it. Uh, They did kind of round out the episode with talking about, you know what? These are pretty damn good, but what if we put a blocks in them? (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Which is not a bad idea. If if you like the taste of the the untitled art non-alcoholic, but you want that alcohol bite, grab a blocks and put a a blocks in it. Hell yeah. So shout out to blocks. We love you guys. Um, That's kind of all that I had on, on this episode. There wasn't... I don't know. We're trying to be better about not getting too in the weeds. But was there anything else that you had that you want to mention before we move on? Hmm. Hmm. No. I. Oh. I, I think the biggest thing I want to say is I'm glad the variety's out there, and I hope if you go back and listen to the podcast we did last week, mm-hmm. I hope that the segment uh, continues to grow, but grow in the sense of uh, really dialing in. You know, I think we're on the, the, the precipice of finding non-alcoholic beer that or creating non-alcoholic beer that Matches. really hits, you know, that that mark to mm-hmm. where it can be uh, a, a whole session or your third beer and you don't hate it or, you know, the, the, the last half of your night and it's all good. And, right. and then for those who want and need and crave this section because they just they just have to abstain from alcohol um this this is a this is currently and is a going to be a really good spot for you and mm-hmm. so i i welcome all of that right and i did just want to say that um if you want to listen to other podcast episodes about non-alcohol non-alcoholic beer uh last week's cincy brewcast season nine episode three was talking about non-alcoholic beer you have the one that i mentioned of ours from all the way back episode 27.5 where we drank non-alcoholic beers you have uh, the episode of Shift Beers. I didn't write down the episode number because I'm a failure as a podcaster. Shift Beers did an entire episode on non-alcoholic beverages as well. There's a lot out there, even just in the Cincinnati area, and they're really worth checking out. It is definitely an interesting topic and an interesting, interesting path to to go down and to see the the strides being made with the viability of non-alcoholic beverages replacing alcoholic beverages either as a whole or as like your last drink of the night or as you know your third beer in a series if you're drinking all day all night that type of thing so so yeah that's that's all that i had on that one all right well let's uh let's keep on rolling let's roll are are you good to get through another podcast with uh the remaining beer that you have I think we're going to find out. Let's okay. go. Okay, so we have Cincy Brewcast, The Weekly Pint, and Brew Skies. Is there a particular one you wanted to roll through next? Uh, let's go to Brew Skies. All right, this is going to be kind of an interesting one. Not a huge, not, not a ton to talk about, but uh, we discovered that the Brew Skies podcast, Brew Skies Happy Hour, brewskies.beer, if you want to go to their website, they're putting out some YouTube content. This is video only. It has not hit either of our podcatchers as an audio only format, um, but because it does closely tie in with the Bruce Guys podcast, we're we're going to talk about it as as it is relevant. It's called the Bar Stool Perspective. It is Brett and Mike sitting at a bar, having some drinks, and pretty much talking about recent beer news. Yep, which is a lot of fun. Um, there are two episodes out currently. Uh, they've talked about everything in the two episodes that are out from uh, the recent World Beer Cup news, which I think they had the same thought that we had on Rheingeist and Cheetah and Styles. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. We have thoughts. Go listen. We have thoughts. Right, go, watch. Defi- go watch. You yes. have to watch. Yes. Definitely watch that. Um, they... They're shorter episodes. They're 20 minutes long, 20, between 20 and 25 minutes long. So I don't want to go in-depth because they do such a fantastic job of the topics that they cover that I feel like if we talked about each of those topics as well, it would almost it would water theirs down too much, if that makes sense, if you're listening to us first. Well, what's cool is uh, what, we, what we can talk about is the, the format of the podcast. Introduce yeah. each other. Or the video. It's yeah, not really the, podcast, the, the, but the yeah, video, yeah, yeah. The video. Yeah, yeah. The format of the video. Introduce each other. Um, dive right into uh, beer news mm-hmm. after they go through the many beer news topics that they have. And it's all national beer news. It's not just local. It's local, right. national, local, worldwide. National. The first episode, they, talk, they talked about the, the champagne of beers and yes. that whole thing, which I'm like, we talked about that with Danny. This is so freaking awesome. Yes. Also, yes. and then once they get through all of that, uh, they have non-alcoholic beer news. Which or just non-beer news. non well, it's non-alcoholic. So well, it's but just some of the topics that they brought up. Well, okay, okay. I that's see what, what you did there. I see what you did there. That's what they're doing. Non-alcoholic. I see what you did there. You're not wrong. It's not wrong. It has nothing to do. So it could be wider, you know, uh, uh, topics like from a national standpoint, uh-huh. and you know, it could be slightly political mm-hmm. or mostly um, depends. Sure. And then they they sort of go to a go to a wrap up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the format's cool. Uh, they're both sitting at a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do give fashion um, fashion advice. advice. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, they do give fashion advice. Um, it's and that so was much in one of the uh, the NA beer news segments. Yes. Obviously, because uh, well, yeah, it was I mean about fashion. It, yeah, absolutely. What's what's fashionable in beer and on Mike Morgan. Right. Yeah. Apparently, well, Mike, Mike Morgan is uh, in these episodes also uh, lobbying for a uh, for a job, a CEO position, mm-hmm. which I think he would be more than qualified for. I, based why on not? based on my my three minute personal interaction with him at last year's Missing Link Fest and my knowledge of him, because I I, I, I listen to him on a podcast, so therefore I know him. You know, that, that's how that works, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is a very, very fun YouTube watch. Their interactions, like when you listen to the Bruce Guys podcast, their interactions are absolutely amazing, the way that they play off of each other. But when you can watch it in a visual medium and you can see the facial expressions going on, yeah. it elevates that to another level of just, I don't know, craft beer news perfection. I have no idea. Julia, let me just say, um, when you sent me the, you know, the the link, yeah, and I was like, what, what the f is this? Those like, were I that was know. literally the text you sent me back. Yeah, WTF is this? And I'm like, I know, right? And <laughs> this is so awesome. I went and I, I watched, and and about three or four minutes into the first, the first one mm-hmm. that I watched, I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed, Julia. I was so pissed. Through your phone. Fuck these guys. No, I'm oh. so pissed that they're better at this. At at they're better at that. They're better at podcasting. They're they're better at all that shit that <laughs> than 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 I am at what we're trying to do here. How? And, and and I'm I'm I I love them for it and I'm and I'm furious and I'm thankful at the same time. However, I will only counter that by saying 
we are putting out more content more consistently oh, yeah. than what they are doing. Oh, absolutely. Which means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. No. However, no. It, is, it is one thing that we can check off of our list that they can't check That's off. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. How about that? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, but man, it's so much fun. Hey, Mike and Brett, you like dragons? Man, probably, probably goblins. Yeah. It's fine. It's Either fine. way. Hey, here's hoping that one of these <laughs> one of these nights I will head down to Higher Gravity Northside and I will run into one or both of them, and just yeah, I, I it'll think, be great. It'll be great. I think the point is it's really good. Oh, and, yes. And uh, it's if if you like Bruce Guy's Happy Hour, number one, if you haven't listened, go listen. Listen, absolutely. Number two, if you like it, you're you're gonna like this. I think this is a, a little more free flow. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily SNL weekend update. No. Esque as far as like a humor standpoint. However, it's serious. It's serious news mm-hmm. with their own spin on it. So there it's is. It's not even their own spin. It's just their personalities on how they are perceiving yes, and and it's their, and, and it's their personalities. The news. And it's amazing. And I, I love it. Love it so I much. I love it. I think it's awesome. Yes. I think it's awesome. I'm pissed. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you I'm know what? I'm with respect. You know what? Let's be like them when we grow up. Yeah. I think we're both. Yeah, let's go. Like older than both. Of them. Well, who would be the bald one? Me, probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can you can be the tall one with with the good hair. The good hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll be I'll be the bald the, the bald. I'll be. Wow. <laughs> I'll be the the bald one with the amazing fashion sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I can see it now. Mirror yeah. images. It's fantastic. Go check out uh, Michael Brings the D Morgan's Fashion Sense on uh, YouTube at uh, Bruce Guys. Yeah, yeah. Follow, follow, subscribe. Do all the good stuff for everything that they are doing. You will not regret it unless you're a bigoted asshole, and then you'll probably not enjoy it. Yeah, I would second that. Yeah. And that's the only political thing that I'll say tonight. All right. Uh, we're not done yet, though, Julia. Oh, no, we'll we see. are not. We'll, we will see for sure. Uh, let's go to... Fuck it. Let's do it. The Cincinnati Brewcast. All right. Cheers. Cheers. And now I'm going to, well, you drink first because I drank first last time uh-huh. and we can't have podcast silence. No, we can't do that. can't have podcast silence. Man, and, we're so good at this. Uh, I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. What? Man, we need the what button. All right. This is season nine, episode four. New Ales has a new location. This was with Wes and Beth of New Ales and Jeremy from Steel City Pizza. Uh, Newell started as intending to be distribution only. They had no intent in the beginning. <laughs> My how, how the tides have turned, how the turns have tied. Uh, they really didn't intend to have a taproom space. But then what? But, but this is this is weird. This is almost backward. But then COVID happened. Oh, shit. Which... Do you mean it changed their plans? It really did. But what, what, oh. I, what I found was so interesting is... 95, 99% of the other breweries that tell their story about opening or, you know, existing during COVID, it was, we had a tap room and then we wanted to do distribution, but it wasn't this soon. And then COVID hits and we had to flip. New Ales started not planning on doing a tap room and then suddenly COVID hit and it was just the distribution they went well now we need to have a taproom once people can come out and join really really interesting stuff so it is definitely a cool cover of um of the story that really i don't think many many podcasts have covered um i think gnome talked to them once before but as you like to say it's been a while 
It's been a while. Yes. Um, I did hear a cough during the episode. I hope that everyone's okay there. Yeah, I hope they're they're fine. A uh, few coughs in ours, too, by the way. Yeah, you know, it, it, it happens. It's, it's, Why don't it's, I have a cough button ooh. where I could just, uh, like, uh, mute myself? They actually have, like, inline filters to where you can hit it if you think you're going to cough or sneeze or whatever. What? The problem... The, what? What? The, prob- what? the problem is... See, we're going down. We're, we're tangenting already. The problem with that is, because of the way the setup that we have, because we're right across from each other... Oh, shit. You would still hear your cough through my mic. It wouldn't be as loud... As if you coughed directly into fine. your mic. <coughs> see, I'm testing it right there. You see what I'm trying to do yeah. here? So, exactly. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, but those, those uh, like, cough filter buttons do exist. They're not the cheapest, though, because I did look into those when we got started. Well, how much? Like, what? Like, thousands of dollars. No, I don't. I think, oh. No, it, it, was, it wasn't that bad, but I don't think that for what we do and for the coughing that we do... We'll talk about well, it. After. We'll wait. talk about it after the episode. Just wait. Just wait until I get black lung. I... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just wait till fucking pneumonia sets in. Uh, you want to get back to uh, Cincy Brewcast? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's let's do this. Uh, so, uh, Wes had an in- I don't want to say interesting. Wes said that when talking about brew house size, he would rather have a smaller brew house. That's running like 17,000 times a week. That's always has something churning in it than a bigger brew house that's idle most days of the week because they've already put out the batches of whatever they wanted to have on tap for the next, you know, X amount of days, weeks, what have you. That's cute. You, you disagree? No, I just was <laughs> trying to make a funny. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm comedy oh, over here, Julia. I'm prop comic. Let it me... was a dick joke. You know, we don't need to go there. Okay. Okay. But it was funny. Good. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. All right. Uh, so people in the new location's neighborhood were hoping when they started building, oh, what are you doing? What are you putting into that building? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're putting in a brewery. And they're like, oh, well, we thought this was going to be another social security office. Right. They were like, like, they were super disappointed really, about that. <laughs> Damn it. Or they were, and then they saw the equipment. They're like, oh, man, what are you putting in there? And oh, we're going to be a brewery. And they're like, well, shit, we wanted a meth lab. Right. Like, like a meth lab. And I've, I don't think that I've ever heard of a community being upset or disappointed, or I'm sorry, uh, being disappointed. Thanks, Kevin. In a brewery going in instead of a social security office or a meth lab. I, yeah. I don't understand. Uh, they went from there into an interesting discussion on going into pizza with an open mind because the pizza that they're going to have from Steel City Pizza isn't... It's Neapolitan your, style. Yeah, it's not your... What the fuck do that mean? It's not your... And I'm using air quotes for people not watching the live stream. Your typical pizza. It's, it's fucking pizza. It's going to be delicious. I don't even quit know what being, that means. Quit being stupid and overly ne- picky and just eat the damn pizza. First of all, I can't eat it. Well, I can't have cheese. I don't know what Neapolitan style means. Does it... It's a... It's, it's, a, a, it's chocolate, it, vanilla, and strawberry, that's right? That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Thin crust... You know, yeah. chocolate, vanilla, yeah. strawberry. There you go. And then there's going to be some knots, some pizza knots. Mm-hmm. Going to make some mm-hmm. pizza knots. What about, no, no. I couldn't make that work. I was going to try to think of the opposite of. Or were you trying to make it? I was trying to make a joke. Yeah. It didn't work. It's fine. It doesn't. I can't win all the time. Uh, let's see. They talked about how you can't copy and paste into a, into a new location. So if you're moving locations, right. opening up, uh, you know, secondary tap rooms. 
you just can't copy that same vibe, that same feeling from one to the other, which has been talked on on several other podcasts when second locations are, are opening up, that type of thing. So that was very good. I, I love that part of the conversation. They were trying really, really hard not to do the Dell Jinx when it comes to giving an opening date for the new no, location. No, they weren't trying. They did it. They, and, well, and then, then they the did it, yes. Like, hey. You're jinxing this. Hold on. Right. So we will see if the Dell curse comes into play with this or not. They have announced the date. So fingers crossed that means that those last yeah. puzzle pieces that they were waiting for that they talked about in the episode came through and all is good. Yeah. So after, so during the podcast, they talked about that. Since the podcast aired to today, mm-hmm. they have they have actually published an opening date. Yes. So I'm assuming everything is right. Thumbs up, good to go. Uh, I don't know if they'll they want it to be around for what we talked about uh, an event that we talked about in our calendar episode, the wine and chocolate walk up in Middletown. Middletown. So fingers crossed, they will be able to be a part of that. Um, I only had two other notes on this episode before we get to Weekly Pint. Uh, this is Gnome's words exactly. Go to Middletown and New Ales for not okay beers. Take that as you will. And also listen to find out who has a sexy python. Yeah. And that was a dick joke. Oh, Marco's so disappointed in me. I can. I would say I can see it on your face, but the sun's back in my eyes, so I can't see yeah, you I at know. all. Because I asked it to come out. And yeah, you said, hey, can you blind this blind, bitch? Blinder. Right now. I don't yep. use it that. It worked. No. I don't use that word, by the way. No, you don't. I don't think I've ever heard you say it before. I don't. Yeah. I don't use that. Good for you. Excellent. I appreciate you, and I respect you for that. Respect you. Fist bump. Hell yeah. One more short recap to do, and then I had a mini <coughs> mention for a, a podcast that I didn't tell you to listen to because I didn't know it was going to have anything in it worth mentioning. Oh, okay. Um, that I'm going to throw out there. But your glass is empty, and yeah. we cannot cheers at the end of the show with empty glasses. Can't do that. So let's take a super quick. I can't break. go for that. Wait, no, it's it's it would no be no can do. No, absolutely not. Danny would be incredibly disappointed in us, and we cannot have. So we're hollow notes. So we're going to. <laughs> So we're going to take another quick break, and then we will come back to talk about the Weekly Pint. Uh, Let's see, we have one more podcast to talk about, and it's going to be another quicker recap because it was, A, a shorter episode and, you know, stuff. And then I'm going to surprise Marco with a mini little, just just shout out of of something, uh, a non-local podcast. That was not talking about non-local beer, but had a local element thrown in during a brief instant of it that I thought was super cool. So uh, after uh, the Weekly Pint, I will shout them out. So Marco, are you ready to talk about the Weekly Pint episode? This is nice. 169. It's always a work in progress, isn't it? Actually, before we start talking about this episode of the Weekly Pint you have a new beer in your glass because you're a faster drinker than I am. What do you have? As I just... <laughs> oh, we're getting the drinking sounds in. I see I see what we're doing here. Morelos. Nice. Uh, from Rheingeist. Yeah. Excellent. Shout out to them for uh, their new branding of a light lager for Cincinnati that collaborates with a whole bunch of really cool charitable aspects. Uh, check that out um, on... Brian Guy's social media pages. But anyway, the Weekly Pine, episode 169. It's always a work in progress, isn't it? This is 
a Monday night weekly live show on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, I believe, are the three places you can watch this. Super cool. We've talked about it before, but you can watch, you can chat live, you can call into the drunk line and talk live on the show. It used to just be a show that wasn't a show. It was just a Facebook and those other platform live streams, but he has now taken the audio and shoveled it out into Podcatcher, so it is now a show and a podcast, therefore something we are going to talk about. Um, not, it, w- it, w- it was a shorter episode, so there's not going to be a ton for us to really dig into for this. Um, some of the things that we talked about were Gnome getting food poisoning, which explains why we haven't had a producer in a couple weeks. Don't know if that explains why we don't have a producer tonight, but, um, you know, is what it is. Uh, his crash website, second time that his website went down, and from the conversation, I feel like he, it was a, from him to his web host, you know, take my site down once, shame on me, take my site down twice, fuck you, I'm going to a new web host. Right. So we will see if, uh, hopefully everything is going to go a lot smoother with the new web host that he has. Um, I've noticed that when I go to thegnarlygnome.com, it does seem a lot more responsive than in the past. Is that just because of the new web host, or is that because of anything else? Don't know, but hopefully he uh, is able to go another 10 years or so before he has another uh, website crisis. Uh, let's see. I kind of got a little bit geeky when, when Noam was talking about the podcast on uh, web hosting, the website, podcast hosts, like the, the size of the, the file uploads that he had to do. Uh, you know, everything being hosted in one place versus separate places. I could tell that even the whole chat was just like, okay, Julia, you need to stop. But it's just one of those cool behind-the-scenes kind of uh, interactions that you get if you participate in the Weekly Pint Live, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, A couple of the other things that they talked about, and again, this isn't going to be a huge, long recap of this. Um, 16 lots, their grand opening is this Friday, May the 19th, so the day that this podcast will come out, unless I decide to, you know, get my shit together and publish it early. Probably not going to happen, but we shall see. Um, we will, I, I don't believe we'll have another Dell Jinx on this open date, though. I think we'll be good. Marco is shaking his head in agreement because he is taking care of business uh, for, for the grand opening, there are no hours listed yet for the 16 lot Southern Outpost. So basically, just show up and bang on the door until they let you in. I think that's how we I all think determined. they're probably going to open somewhere around 8 ish, uh, close okay. somewhere around 2 a.m. Okay. So again, if you show up between 8 a.m. and 2 a.m., that's Friday the 19th going into Saturday the 20th. They should have plenty of. Uh, just bang on the doors. Eventually, someone will either let you in or popcorn, call the cops. Popcorn, candied apples. I will say. If the gnome shows up and they're not open yet, he should avoid banging on the doors for them to let him in because... I heard what they're going to do for s- anybody that lines up is they're going to have ceviche. Oh. And they're just going to plop warm ceviche in... Uh, warm ceviche? Okay. Yeah, just warm ceviche oh, for you. That... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the only other thing we know about this opening is they will have 16 lots of beer. Ah, there's a good chance. <laughs> There's a good chance. And as Caroline pointed out, that's all you really need to know. The the type of drink, beer, and where the beer's from, 16 lots. I mean, ah. really, what, what more do you need to know? Yeah. Yeah, styles, psh, fuck that. No one cares. Yeah. Just 16 lots, beer. Uh, then the last thing See that the we, elevated peanut butter and jelly sandwich they have on there for I did. $18? Yeah. And the, the Ohio River fried squid. 
Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the menu literally. You didn't know. The menu that, that looks amazing. Squid came out of the Ohio River, but it can. Those aren't squid. Those are just the whiskers off of the catfish. Oh, same aye, difference. Same aye, difference. Little chewy. Same thing. It's fine. Little chewy. Exactly. You fry it up. You don't know the difference. It's fine. They have to have that because they're like steampunk and <laughs> sixteen lots. What is so more you have to have Okay. Squid. Legitimate question here. What is more steampunk than a catfish? Just picture with one of those steampunk hats on it, but with like the whiskers and all that. Yeah, it's like what a what animal or it's what? It's like a what morphed uh, plankton. Exactly. From SpongeBob. Hmm. There has to be a SpongeBob brewery <laughs> in the United States. Oh my God, there has to be. Don't you think? Well, I mean, copyright. There has maybe. I don't know. Copyright? Are you kidding? <laughs> Did you see the picture on yes, one of these uh, beers yeah, up yes. here on the, the board? Yes, the intellectual property. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Speaking of, well, it's not really intellectual property, but speaking of things. Producer over here is gonna. Speaking of things switch that are. Switch from his session with Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh God, not more of that. I swear to God, I can't handle SpongeBob. That I can't. I just no, not, no, no. No, not tonight. So speaking of things posing as, well, not really, I guess it's not really intellectual property, but things posing as other things, uh, talked a little bit about the World Beer Cup. Sorry, what did you call me? <laughs> uh, I didn't call you anything. I just, you know, repeated what your mama called you. Whoa. The World Beer Cup. Not wrong. Four local winners, which is absolutely phenomenal. Ryan yeah. Guy Saunder, Saunders, uh, Streetside, and Third Eye. Uh-huh. I have thoughts on one of the winners and their beer and the category but that's a different topic for a different day we may have mentioned we've slightly me we've already mentioned it um but yeah i yeah we had a we had actually a really long discussion about that in our pre-production meeting yeah but yeah but huge congratulations to all the winners all well deserved regardless of what category you entered your beer into uh, and then we kind of wrap thing up things up with some well, no, it was very intentional. ASMR. So you need to ensure that you listen to the... Actually, I wonder if our producer could look this up. Do those late episode comments make it into the podcast itself? Because I didn't have a chance to listen to the actual podcast. Oh, they Just do? Just the video. So okay. they do? Excellent. So, yes. Don't stop listening until the recording actually ends. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I was going to say that the pipes, the pipes. They're, the they're pipes are calling. Under um, maintenance. And we, and we are talking about vocal cords, people, not pythons. Correct. Yes. Correct. The, um, the other thing I'd say is not necessarily uh, weekly pint adjacent, but mm -hmm. uh, we did have an episode of the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast yes, come yes. out. That dropped right before Weekly Pint, so I did not have a chance to listen to Correct. it today. Correct. So same. We'll cover that same. Then that's week, yes. that's how it's a Weekly Pint adjacent. Is that, you know, we use that as a as a cutoff, cutoff yeah. uh, for us. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I saw that come out, and, yeah. and I didn't see it because I was all in Weekly Pint once it came out, and then so it was this morning that I saw that it came out. So um, a teaser. We were going to be covering that one. Yes next week however it's out for you now to listen and enjoy yeah and you can see if your recap matches with our recap uh oh, did you have anything good else? luck so you had nothing else on weekly pint before we wrap up this episode no i just hope that you know everything gets a little bit easier after everything got a little bit tougher for the gnome and uh it wouldn't be the gnome if it's not chaos i know his word is chaos that's yes. you know yeah 
When you yeah. look up chaos in the dictionary, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did have one uh, non, non-Cincinnati podcast, non-Cincinnati brewery um, thing that I wanted to shout out just because I thought it was really cool before we get into kind of our closing stuff. Let's go. Into our, our closing housekeeping. Let's do this. I don't know, words. The Brewer of Seville, mm-hmm. fantastic podcast. That guy. Uh, the most recent episode, season four, episode 17 with Laird Arcade Brewery. The Brewer of Seville was talking to them about some of the beers that they were making, and they mentioned, uh, or, or the brewer mentioned, oh, I see that you, you've done a sour or you've had some sours. The brewer said, yes, we've been playing around with some Midwest fruit tarts. And I'm sure that that term is being used more frequently than what I'm aware of, but this was the first time that I've heard it used to describe a beer style outside of the Cincinnati area and really outside of Urban Artifact. And I thought that that was super cool. And then I'm like, oh, that's really cool. They're using the term that that Urban Artifact put out there. I bet Fritz Maytag suggested that to them. I bet he did too. Huge Huge fan of sour beers. But then they kind of continued on a little bit saying, yeah, we worked with some of the, the fine people at Urban Artifact to make sure, Who like, hey, how do you, a uh, little, little like nano-ish brewery here in, in Cincinnati. No, the fine people. Oh, the fine people. Yes. Their names don't start with a B, um, so it's got to be someone else. Someone else. Okay. But I just thought that that was super, super awesome. I love the part in that, again, this was such a small snippet of that episode where they talked about um, kind of keeping an eye on bacteria when making those. Phenomenal response from whomever it was that they were talking to at Urban. They didn't mention any names, so I don't want to say, you know, Brett said this or someone else said that. No idea. The sun is blinding me again, so I'm... That, that, that's my cutoff point, <laughs> I guess. That's where I get cut off when the sun uh, shines into my eyeballs. But Brewer of Seville, Laird Arcade Brewing the mention of urban artifact and using Midwest fruit tart to describe the style that they were making. Again, first time I've really heard that used outside of the area. thought it was super cool. Wanted to give that a shout out. Excellent. And it's a great podcast. I really really enjoy it. Well, thanks for the uh, shout out and the heads up. I will listen. Sounds great. Uh, Other than that, if you like what we have done tonight, coughs excluded uh let us know we are at truth beer pod on all the social media platforms send us an email with anything you want to tell us email address is truthbeerpod at gmail.com any complaints send those two at raging hop on twitter uh eventually he'll let us know what people don't like about our podcast the sun is what i don't like about recording this podcast right now i talked to him today he's got some stuff for us coming up Okay, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't see. I'm struggling so hard. For the hour and a half Uh, we were here before um, we recorded. The 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 clouds were there, and and now it's just... Is your back warm, Mark? It's starting to get warm. It's starting to get warm? Yeah. All right. Uh, If you want to support us monetarily, buy us a beer, or even contribute monthly for some exclusive content on Patreon, you can do that at truthbeerpod.com. All of our links to social media, everything is up there, so go check that out. Other than that, Marco. Julia. What are you going to be doing next? I can't see your glass of cheers. This could be terrible. Can't. What I'm trying really hard. I can't see a damn thing. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Recapping craft beer, Cincinnati-based craft beer podcast right here with you, Julia. So, see you next week. See you guys. <laughs> cheers. Bye.